for me, this new team of Dota has revitalized me, you know? I feel revitalized. And having Misha there has been godsend, you know? He is everything that I've ever dreamed of having for the next version of a captain of, of a Dota team. He's kind, he's loving, he's humble, he's really funny, he's really charming. I don't know, it's, we've been very lucky, eh? I mean, it's not luck because we found him or you found him and also nurture him, but he's, honestly, he's one of my favorite people in the world. And I think it's like, I've said this before to people, he looks like a man who wants something and he truly wants it and he is not going to let things stop it because there's a big difference in people that want something and are going to let things stop them. But this guy, I think, has been shaped also, like many of us have, but he's been shaped through his desire from Dota, desire to prove something, I think has dictated a big part. I'm just guessing here, but I believe my read, because I see myself in it too, is he has been molded. He's been molded by competition. He's been molded by a big burning desire to show something to the world or to himself or to others. I don't know. Um, but it's built character. It has built this kindness. It has built this openness. It has forced him into uncomfortable positions. It's forced him to sacrifice. It's forced so many things. And yeah, I think what you said, like qualities of a captain, like Misha, very good find, very few people who have this high level of motivation. I think a lot of people like to say that they're very motivated, like to think that they're showing it, but there is actually like a very starch difference in somebody who is on fire, like truly on fire, and somebody who claims to be motivated and looks pretty motivated. There's still a, a few stories in between, like a few levels higher. Um, yeah, Misha is like smoldering hot in every sense of the word. All the rosters in OG are made by the players and by the synergies with themselves, you know? It's never been me waving a magic wand and saying, that's it. But, but again, like going back to what maybe um, people feel like implementing in, in a certain esport, in a certain game, and they do it for the reason that it's been done before, it's been done somewhere else, it's been done in business, or I don't care. I find it very bizarre uh, to commit to projects with people without fully committing, which could be the case here in CSGO where you want to keep it you could, for me, it's like hiding hiding behind words. If you would say a professional approach is to treat this like work and for everybody to, you know, make their own, always chase their own best benefit or their own best salary, their own best amount of money. Because I would not want to be in a project with them if, that's, if this project is competition. To me, competition comes with winning together, showing the world that you are the best, challenging your own competence, challenging your own goal making like if you set yourself a goal can you actually achieve it can you get there or are you just a phony are you just pretending that you can are you pretending that you're good no like if you say something you want to be able to back it up and if you were to go into csgo and this is how it was where it's like one dude is not going to commit i want to hear every offer that comes my way but then his teammate asked him oh, are you fully committed to this together with me and he says yes that's very two-faced so either he tells his team like no i'm i'm, I'm not fully committed to this and then I don't know who would say yes to that. Like, I don't think it's a very competitive spirit anyway. Yeah, I don't think it's just as binary as you make it. I think that everybody has the commitment and the uncertainty in them, you know? And you lose one game and one of them flares out and you win one game and the other one flares out, sure. you know? But, but now again, it's very it tricky. comes down to then words, are you lying to yourself? Are you going to be lying to others? Because if you tell, like, 
if you let that little voice dominate in your head where you lose one game and it's like, are these guys good enough? Can these guys win it? Uh, can this guy, you know, perform when he needs to? There's going to be a million voices telling you. We used to call it the knock-knock at TI-10, right? I said was very good at, at, at talking very a lot of sense in very few words. And, and then at the end of the day, it comes down to philosophy, if you believe it or not. But there, there are going to be this, this uncertainty. There's this devil on your shoulder, whatever you want to call it, that always can paint the negative picture of the world. And then there's the other one where it's like you and me, I'm telling you right now, Juan, one day we're going to we're gonna climb Mount Everest together. Do you believe it? Do you see it? Can you can you see us doing it? Do you really, really not see us doing it? Like I see it. And then seeing is believing, believing is seeing. This is this is my like I don't want to choose many hills to fight on and die on. There's not many I care about, but this is one I'm ready for. I would take this fight with anyone. It's like to become a proper team, it is to commit. It is to commit to each other. It is to commit into this relationship, project, whatever you want to call it, where it's like and then you can be transparent and you can say that, of course, like if, if if we're not on, if we're not happy together in a month from now, in two months from now, in three months from now, let's talk about it. Let's not marry each other till death do us part. You know, like let's be real. But if, for this project to work, for this competition to work, I need to feel like we're both so deep together that we're ready to die for it together. Because if we're going to climb Mount Everest, I hope you're ready to die for me. Because we're gonna, it's going to depend on that. You know, it's going to depend on that for both of us to make it, for for us to make it to the top. That that's. That's a hill hill I'm ready to fight and die on, you know, with anyone. I don't believe in team sports that don't have this. Like, I don't believe that team games, that, like, if it's a high competition team game, the team that has this is going to beat the teams that don't have this. Talking about travel adventures, uh, this year, uh, the airlines have broke four of my luggages. The last one that I got after I went from Lisbon, they literally had to tape the luggage because I guess they exploded. They threw it and they exploded. So I found my luggage just cello tape with all the clothes hanging out from the outside. Four luggages they, they broke this year. Dude, when I was in Copenhagen, your dad had to take me to a luggage store to help me get a luggage because they broke mine. Wow. So everywhere I go, okay. it's been an ongoing theme. Yep. You have like a fucked uh, airport, airport staff sticker on there or something? Like, I don't well, know. what are you doing? No, no. <laughs> So, okay, another funny story about what I was saying is like, I actually have gone to Copenhagen without you, but with your dad there. And I spent the week with your dad. <laughs> At this point, it's our dad, just so you our know. Our dad, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like for you, how is the inner space? How do you learn how to control it? How much of preparation work you did through your life to be able to do this? And how can we help the new team with that inner speech? I mean, I think Sumia is a great advocate and one of probably one of the best people you could talk to about, um, yeah, about learning about this and the concept of this. Um, well, all in all, is 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 quite a simple thing. I still think the best example is the first one um, that 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 she gave us is. So yeah, you have an in, you have an inner speech. It's, I think it was sixty to eighty thousand words a, a day on average that people tell each other so you write a book to yourself in your head and imagine like the best example that i got was imagine you're walking home from school you go past the bus stop and people are, and the kids start laughing and in your head you go oh they're laughing at me they're laughing at what i'm wearing what a shitty day it's friday i have no friends like i'm gonna go play world of warcraft whatever you know it's like you can paint a horrible picture or whatever and you can do the opposite like jay said you go by and it's it's friday what am i gonna wear maybe i should call my friends 
you're creating kind of your own narrative of your day. You're, cre you're creating the future is manifesting as well with what you're thinking. Um, and very often in competition, you're forced, the way I see it, you're forced into a, a negative spiral. It's always tempting you. It's, al it's always easier to blame something else. It's always easier to, to look at your teammate than to look at yourself and see like, I can carry more, I can do more. I can, I can take this responsibility on me. Um, and, and sometimes it's like unforgiving, like you do it, you're doing the right thing. You're really like being empathic. You're trying really hard for your team. And still somebody is like talking shit to you, talking shit back. And you're trying so damn hard. And, and this is when, yeah, I think that it's so important to have a team, have good, like, this is what, like, it pushes you to be a better human. It pushes you to be more mature. And if you have a full team who's on board with this, like you can get really far. You can get really, really far. Inner speech, very important. It's, it's very important for mental health for like, yeah, because if you let this also sit and be, make it a bad habit, you go on for weeks talking shit to yourself and, and you don't need that, you know, you got, you got the internet for that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good, uh, it's a good trick to, I don't know if the word is proper to use, but to kind of ground yourself. And it's something that quite, that's quite important yeah. in these moments where like you, you go back to some fundamentals about how you feel, like how you feel in your in your um, mm. in your clothes um how you feel in your body you know do you feel tired do you feel good how's your energy level and stuff johan has been mm. i don't know i think it's quite spontaneous to him i mean mm -hmm. <laughs> he's here so it's quite convenient <laughs> he can say for himself but uh, i think <laughs> these are things that for instance i've had to learn and i've had to think about like i was kind of pushed to think about it you know and learn these tricks to kind of deal with the pressure better and these kind of things i think for some people it's just kind of natural uh, but it's, it's very important it it, it feel it sounds like a, something a bit you know like light that doesn't really matter I, I actually actually a good uh, trick is like a secret trick for these big events not necessarily not talking about your jeans you can talk free. about anything <laughs> it's all in the jeans man <laughs> it's not about, about the jeans, jeans I, just, I just want people yeah. to focus on the right yeah. thing here the keyword is not jeans it's yeah. it's more about the, how you feel <laughs> Yeah, pants pants are the most underrated part of the the pro player experience. Everyone's <laughs> like, ah, oh, the jersey's got to fit well. But if your pants are bunching okay. up when you're sitting down, yeah, no, don't don't try to change the subject. For this Johan. is a great conversation, Jay. <laughs> no, no, no. I want to keep on talking about pants because Johan okay. messaged me saying it's very important for me that for TI we all wear the same pants and the same color pants. Johan, what color were your pants on TI10? Dude, I don't know. Probably gray or probably the Not the correct. green and uh, the brown black one. Correct. <laughs> What color were okay. the pants of everybody else in the team? So we gave up on color coordinating. We didn't have the pants. That was the problem. You were the like only one not coordinating. Just went out. Yeah, but nobody, nobody actively coordinated. That just happened, <laughs> happened to be. I mean, you just nobody tried to coordinate. Pants, so I was like... just, I just, yeah, I guess. Correct. So I assumed that when nobody coordinated, they would use black. So he was the one that wanted to coordinate, and he was the one not wearing black pants. I mean, if you're gonna go for Johan, color, where my pants? we didn't win TI because of it before the the spring splits now they introduced like a small tournament it's called lock-in where um basically the first couple of weeks of january before the season starts you know you they two groups and you're seated based on teams uh placements and they get to basically like, the winners get to pick each group out so you know it's doesn't mean anything it has no impact on the season but like something in that format where you know you're playing multiple games against some of these teams early on in the year and like there's no stakes but i think when you have the match format like that where you're going to play games back to back you can form an opinion and i think a lot of the times like what hurts the the in the best of ones is there's no narrative around it right it's like uh they played uh you know 
we played these two teams this week and it's like maybe the meta favors them and the patch is going to change in two weeks anyway but if you look at a tournament or like a a larger scale event you know you can form a narrative it's like oh wow like OG's coming into this event. These are the new players they got. This is what we're expecting from them. You get to see five or six matches in the span of, you know, a week and a half, you know, 10 days or something. And then maybe the next tournament's in, in a month and you're saying, oh, well, this is how they performed last time. They've been practicing. Maybe they played a couple of games here. But then the next event, it's like, well, this is what we saw last time. What are the changes? There's more of a drastic change, you would hope at least, um, going into that. Or like, oh, this team's continuing their dominance over months as opposed to uh, they beat Team Tickles this week. You know, cool. You know, I'm not really excited about that. that, uh, Yeah. yeah. It's hard to reach that dominance and and pure dominance and feel the grudge between teams build up. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I mean, Trash Talk hasn't really evolved, yeah, too much. At those events, that's when you get those emotions that run high, which I think is a Valve ecosystem. Like, obviously, I've worked with CS before and I've worked, um, you know, on the league side, you know, people that work in the Valve ecosystem of games tend to be edgier um, in terms of their, like, because they only see each other on these like LAN events historically, right? So all these emotions, all this like, you know, physical energy is there, right? Whereas in League, it's like, ah, oh, yeah, we're just showing up the studio. It's a casual Friday. We're getting our, you know, our venti frappuccinos and we're sitting on stage and then just gonna, you know, we'll play a game, we'll go back home and we'll get K barbecue afterwards, you know? <laughs> so. That doesn't sound so hype to me either. I'll be <laughs> honest. That really does not sound very hype. Yeah. So the K barbecue is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, the Hungry is always yeah, hype. Yeah. That's that very hype. Uh, Seb, final thoughts about when you want to wrap this up about the podcast, about you being here, about Mike, about I don't know, about the 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 wall that you have behind you and why you're stuck in a prison. <laughs> Anything you want to share? I mean, it I just think, got out. <laughs> I I think it was fun. I I think your Johan's answers and takes were pretty boring, uh, but I'm kind of used to it. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> But I like it because I think it puts like a, person, it sheds a good light on me and Mike because whenever we go after Johan, it's just <laughs> it's easy. They to call me the contrast, smart. man. I'm just a contrast. <laughs> I'm yeah. kidding, bro. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I like it. It's fun. It's fun to talk about stuff. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, I'm happy to be back for other things. I don't know if I'm that qualified to discuss esports things. I mean, my, my take is as good as. A redditor steak, which is a good take. Like it's a take, so I don't mind. It's perfect. There are audience. It's the truth. There's slightly our audience. You're saying it <laughs> exactly. You like it. yeah, I just don't want to sound like I think I know what I'm talking about. Like I'm, I just, I just talk about it. You know. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you. So the final thoughts were amazing. Uh, you still haven't clarified where you're in a prison. I'm not. And where you have like a naked just... uh, brick behind it. No, no, no. This is just how it is. Isn't it like a bit New Yorky? Like this. Yeah, but have you seen that there's like yeah. a one one of them missing? Is yeah. that when you try to escape through the prison? You I see behind it. you? I took it. There's I one, it. I one brick it. missing. <laughs> but the, the, the knife it's in not there. a real brick. Something. It's like it's like a fake uh, fake wall plaster. <laughs> you guys have like white walls. Like you're not taking any risk, and you're just criticizing mine. Just like no, no. I have something. I have anime pictures on my wall. I'm taking a big risk here. Yeah, but that's like that's cheating. I just want you know like the wall. I I could put posters and stuff too, and you wouldn't know. I, I mean, for the time that you decide to spend, how you decide to spend it, you need to find something that's as fulfilling. And I think, I don't know if uh, potatoes would do it for me, <laughs> but it's different tempers, different, you know, like, um, yeah, different people. Uh, I, I think that's quite important, though, finding. But yeah, Seb, you uh, realize that you might like never find anything that gives you this level of fulfillment or this level of dopamine that might never exist because you are right now 
used to a high level that my life is not like that, you know? My days are more potato farming than winning TI in a stage or playing that's why, hands. Yeah. That's why game that's why gaming is awesome. But, yeah. But look, Peter, the, the truth is that I, I'm making fun of them, but they oh, actually sorry. they work a lot on the company. They work a lot, a lot, a lot with me on the company. But it's true that it's not like 18 hours a day. We do one hour and a half or one hour a day, very intense work. And then like Seb is doing, saying, sorry, it feels like we have to do it. So it never feels like, you know, because running a company, as you know yourself, they're not like a lot of peaks. You don't really feel that, yay, I want something, you know? It's more like this constant, constant yeah. grind. Were you guys still in love with the competitive side or what made you like, be like, I need a break? Um, yeah, were you running from something or were you running towards something? How, how, how dramatic should I be? Well, first off, I was running away from Milan on NIP because I played one tournament <laughs> with him as a stand-in and I decided to retire after that. And then, and then I was on a team with Snaking and Moo, which was just, a different kind of nightmare and uh yeah and then i decided to call it quits after that but do something else so. you right you can only deal with though. so you much you both have a good relationship with milana oh my There's god milan and seb beef as well in pubs like he pauses and all chats and stuff so <laughs> okay, milan is milan is an awesome player but he picks Murana every game right like that's I, and, and, and what I mean by that is like Marana is just like the easiest four position hero to play. And then he thinks he's fucking good when he does well on it. It's like... I have missed that actually. I needed oh, more of that in that. my life. <laughs> no, I mean, bottom, I couldn't agree more. Picker, I couldn't man. agree more. And, and he picks Marana so that he can leap away in, if his team is in trouble, which yep. is a good mindset <laughs> to play Dota he, competitively. Yeah, Marana Marana's a great hero for people with bad positioning, right? Like, yeah. You're able to just you can be whenever you're in trouble. You can mess up three times and still feel good about yourself. <laughs> Which is not as <laughs> yeah. true on CM, by the way. Right? Because these Mirana players, yeah. I do not know if their stats would be better than the CM stat we discussed earlier. I, 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 I question that. We realized what players that we wanted to get. And we talked to Topias and we talked to Seb and Johan. And they were like, dude, the younger the better. Because you mentioned something that is Seb touched upon this. But I really was, I was about to even hammer it harder. After winning two TIs, they would not listen to Seb. You know what crazy, how crazy this is? What else this, this guy yeah. has to do? Because at one point, you know, was... at one point you gotta be like, hey, I do know better. Okay, let me just tell you, I do know better. And no, he wouldn't, they wouldn't listen to him. Crazy. Delicate, delicate topic. I was going to mention, I was, sorry to interrupt you one more time, but, um, I was actually, remember before you guys got Thompson for the first time, I was actually on his stream. I was at some tournament, I think it was like ESL Hamburg with NIP, and we were talking about uh, having Fada move to, I think we were going to have Fada move to offlane, maybe replace 33, or I know, we were going to do some roster change where Fada was no longer going to be mid, because if you remember, Fada was our mid that year, and he was like, mm -hmm. first, it was his first time playing mid in like four years, because we just needed a mid player. And we didn't have anyone else. And so he's like, okay, I'll play mid. So we were, gonna, we were thinking about Topson to kind of replace him as our mid, but we decided inevitably not to make the change. I came in, uh, it was, yeah, we had to go to open qualifiers for, to get the TI, get to the regional qualifiers, mm -hmm. you know? Uh, to me, it was just like, that was my TI. That was my first TI, you know, like going through the qualifiers and, winning those qualifiers was like 
it was insane. Like, and it, it was like my first proper boot camp. Like, I, ha- I hadn't been in a boot camp before. Like, you know, you have food, you have a nice house, and all this Damn. stuff. It was like, wow, this is this is amazing. Like, I wasn't used to that kind of treatment myself. Uh, uh, so I was like super spoiled and felt amazing just playing Dota for with with this guys who I was like huge fanboy just a couple of months ago and I was just having the time of my life, you know. Uh, then I ended up winning TIs. Mm-hmm. That was the Paris Bootcamp? That was the in Berlin, I think. It was in Berlin. I think so. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I had no expectations. And... Do you get recognized on the street? Does this happen? Oh yeah, I mean here there's so much fans. Like, <laughs> oh, that's awesome. if you compare to Finland, like I, I, <laughs> I mean, I mean it's nice sometimes, but sometimes when you're in a rush and there's like people coming up to you, it's a, like or if you're not in the mood, then it's like it, it can be sometimes a bit too much. Like in restaurants, if you're eating and then. People come to you and stuff. Sometimes you're right, like, oh, be again. able to give me like overall, it's very, very. How of, how often? How often this happens? Like, because I've been with Johan in LA and he gets recognized maybe once every two days. Somebody would know who he is oh, when we're working on the street. Okay, I mean here it's like every time I go out to a mall, I <laughs> maybe I've stopped like two, three times at least, and then sometimes people don't come up to me, but when they're like see me eating in a restaurant then later in the stream they're like oh i saw you here eating how was the food <laughs> that kind of stuff That's it's, awesome. like, it's, it's funny it's, it's very different like in finland maybe in finland i got recognized like people come up to me like once total in my whole time living in finland so and it, and it was your uncle because there's no one else living in your town <laughs> <laughs> no, it was actually some some young young guy but yeah, been playing because I'm watching your stream. But what do you think about the new patch to do a segue into Dora? Uh, my initial thoughts were kind of negative. I was like, a bit like, you know the you know the meme of the <laughs> the comic and the ice frog is giving you the new plate, the patch, like like a pile of shit. Yeah, <laughs> that was kind of my initial reaction to the patch. But how did you end up the coach of OG? Uh, I mean, it's not that easy. It's only his side of the story. Uh, in, in reality, uh, I was just uh, trying to play a lot. Uh, I didn't try to snipe him, but I was just trying to like play a lot of Dota and to let as as much people as I can like to notice me. And it just like happened like happened naturally by coincidence that we played really a lot of games with Seb and like with him and against and I won with him and I won against him had a good win rate and I thought like it can be a good uh, moment to add him you know like I feel like I win him and I win with him like good good moment <laughs> um, uh, so yeah he added and like and we talked a bit uh, and I said to him that I'm like big fan and I want to be uh, a coach I mean I could be a coach I could be helper I could be analyst whatever um, I could do a lot of things and I explained to him how I view the Dota, how I could like change uh, the way the team is playing right now, why I think it's not like in the best shape right now and stuff and stuff. And he liked it, but he said, uh, it's all good, but it's not like the best moment. And later, uh, maybe we, we can make it work. And in six months, 
he wrote me that uh, uh, time to try and we tried. So after that meeting, uh, we sat down together, Johan, Seb and Tobias as well. And everybody was like, unanimous, you know, it's Misha. Misha is the next person to, <laughs> to take the project forward. And then we That's told cool. you. And then we started looking at, okay, who could we be uh, the first person that we approach and who could it be the person that we want to talk to? And Tommy, this is where you enter the story. Because mm -hmm. I was with you in TI9 and I, I have a feeling of what Misha wanted and how Misha, you know, how he's super creative and he's like all about good vibes. And we spoke about you and I said, we need to look uh, at Tommy. But when we came to you the first time, we didn't really have a project. It was not like, Oh, Johan, Seb, Sumail, Saxa, and now Misha is here. Do you want to join? It was more like, hi, it's me and Misha. Do you want to join the circus? <laughs> so how was that for you? I mean, uh, oh, that was quite interesting. I was already like, during that phase, I was considering highly of Southeast Asia or other regions. I should have like uh, some offers, but I thought like, I always liked OG because of the the good vibes you guys see the outside on even on the inside. It looked it would look like a really fun team to be around on. And it's true. So I don't regret my decision at all. I just think like that time I still uh, wasn't hundred percent hundred percent sure and that's why I needed more conversation with Misha and get a feeling of how he thinks about Dota and how he he wanted to approach the game. And I think like after knowing him more as a person, it it convinced me entirely that okay, I want to play for this guy. I want to make him even a better Dota players, and I make him. I, I want to go to LAN events with him. I want to play tournaments with him, and I want to play with him. You know, like I think he has a great potential to be the best captain. But sometimes maybe maybe too nice, <laughs> too nice. I mean, it's, it's not a bad thing. It's just. <laughs> Yeah, I can't tell. Okay, dude, do you want to postpone it or? <laughs> no, I'm what? fine. I'm fine. My brain is yeah. here. <laughs> this is, this somewhere, is we... somewhere here. Okay. Arkosh, it's, it's the Arkosh <laughs> effect. You know, we're just trying to destroy our individual brands one at a time. We got BSJ with our last <laughs> video, and this one's going to be mine. Kyle, did you know that? <laughs> what is? I was the one that edited the last video. Were you really? Yeah. <laughs> That's incredible. I'm I'm gonna tell B. Oh, that's great. What is that the video? What is the flawless. video? What is the BSG stuff? BSG stuff. Yeah. This well, is, we're rolling, by the way. This is gonna make it into the podcast. I want to see the video. Yeah. Well, okay. So you know how Arkash works, right? So you have the five players that are anonymous, and then you have the content team. So we like make up their comms as if we were playing the game, and the character ah, so fake. that BSJ has developed. It's fake. Oh, totally. The, the Everything fake. is fake. I don't actually Fuck play. Right, I'm done. You think I? You think I play Division One Dota? There's no way. There's no way I would do that. So it's America, it's not that hard. BSJ. <laughs> don't flame America. BSJ uh, plays this character of like the serious one, and with the four of us, you know, are pretending to just clown around and not really take the game seriously. Stay on the microphone, but, dude. Stay on the microphone. I'm, I'm working on it. Okay. <laughs> And I really think you showed up on, on the broadcast and how everybody was just, I don't know, it felt like cool vibes. And even the casting, you know, the, our friend here yeah. did a very unique and interesting job, Johan. I was laughing the whole time, the whole time. How was it for you and for you, okay. Kyle, seeing the, the BIOS casting? But <laughs> It'll be good. See, you know, tell he had a couple of things going for him, right? This is your first formal talent cake, right? 
Mm-hmm. So first off, in your first gig, everybody loves what you're doing because they haven't seen it enough to be tired of it. Then there was also the perk of the whole two TIs thing. Personally, I don't think uh, I think he's overrated. But the thing is, the thing is, when you do your first gig, you have all these people who just love it because you have a totally new perspective. I think Nota, obviously, you've got that in spades because the whole two TI thing. However, if this were to continue, event three, event four, God forbid you do like a DPC season and every game, Nota's casting and he's biased. You feel like the I, I can't I gotta stay close to the microphone. You would feel like the how do I put it? Like the community shift, right? Whatever whatever makes up our feedback, you know, Reddit, Twitch chat, Twitter, etc. They start loving you, and then they're like, wait, that thing we loved, we act and then then they the people who love it stop talking about it, and the people who hate it get louder. And it's this yin and yang back and forth. But we haven't I can seen see that what yet. you mean. I mean, I can see what you mean. I did feel a lot of that pushback. Like, so for me, the way I see it is I have a, there's a big bandwagon hate train that starts as soon as you have success. And I've felt that ever since the first major, no matter what, there are people who want to see you fail. And that is just the nature of things. And I'm quite okay with it. You know, it's, it's part of the game. Um, but I did feel or read and kind of get the vibe that so many people, yeah, like the people who did enjoy it were also being very loud. They were actually sharing their <laughs> gratefulness or like their appreciation as well for for the game and for, I don't know, I felt very hyped casting uh, these games. Like I could have done this probably 10 days straight, uh, no problem. But I, I also see what you mean that if you keep doing it and the people that do enjoy or if, if you are doing a good job, the same people are not going to keep praising or keep giving you that positive feedback. And the ones who are angry or were angry, they're even more angry now because, you know, they always want to see you fail. Yeah, yeah he's yeah, still yeah. on my screen. Before moving to the DPC, I want to talk more about the Johan casting because, Mav, I want you to play sure. a few clips. The, the clip that he had of, there was a clip, Johan, that I was dying laughing. I was died laughing. Uh, I had to stop. Which is weak. Let's go. To laugh. Let's go. Well, no, the one is like, where is he going? Nowhere. Leaping away, but Pump doesn't go? have that Nowhere. mobility. <laughs> and then the other one where it's like, okay, OG pick up a fight. And it's like, well, they're picking a fight. I mean, we are picking up a fight. Fuck it, it's my team. So we are picking up a fight, you know? <laughs> yeah, I had the wrong read on that fight. And and then luckily for OG, they had the which is also me. <laughs> we, had right yeah, yeah. we had the right read. <laughs> I can see how you made the made the comment. Somewhere in your brain told you, hey, dude, stop being biased. And in the middle of a fight, you got so excited. Like, fuck it, it's my team. Let's go, you know? <laughs> I was just going to say, this is my home, man. I, I didn't really ever feel at home uh, until eSport, until Han, until Dota. You know, like, Johan, I think the first time we hung out was 2010 at the cabin at DreamHack. Fucking freezing cold. 12, right. 12 years ago, giggling over playing Armadon. WWW. I don't feel at home outside of LAN events. Like that is my home. Dota is my home and I want to spend more time there. I can't quit this game. It's not possible for me. It's part of my life. And I, it hurts me when I, when I see people that have been a part of my community, part of my life, like that live with me in this space that are not happy, that are not healthy. And I want to provide an environment where everyone can thrive and people can enjoy their lives playing the game that they love. And I want this to occur until I'm very old. 
because I love this game and I can't make new friends at this point. It's too late, guys. It's too late for me. I'm stuck here. You took him out because he's so unique. He was the most unique hero in all of Dota and you turned him into funny bomb man, make big damage, go boom. They come for techies today and you say thank you. Tomorrow they come for Tinker. But the next day, <laughs> they come for your hero. Okay, soon we're all playing League of Legends heroes because they're easy and approachable and fun. You started this. Celebrate now as Techie dies. But five years from now when Nature Prophet can't TP anymore and he just makes big explosions from exploding trees, you'll remember this. I fucking told you, bro. <laughs> Sorry. Rant over. But there is so much could, truth to it. That's why it's crazy. Could they fix I, it? Could they fix Techies with like an item? Yes, Give sure, remote, sure. Like, uh, remote minds, uh, the, yeah, remote minds back? Yep. Remote, yeah. Absolutely. Give you should like be able items, to... Remote minds or something. I've always thought of two items in the game of Dota. Item number one, most expensive item in the game, re-roll a hero for your ally. Uh, some guy can't play Anti-Mage, it's 60 minutes in, you've saved up 9k gold as support, you buy it and you say, pick another fucking hero, man. pick a hero you can play. That's item number one. <laughs> Jake, it would be amazing because they don't have to say yes. You just yeah, reward yeah, for say them. Yes, that's not part of the deal. <laughs> 9K gold, they're back on the hero select screen and their hero like, blocked out. You fucking <laughs> suck on this hero. I'm going to save 9,000 gold so I can force you to play another fucking hero. That's amazing. I guarantee you that would be the most purchased item in uh, North American 3K pubs. I guarantee you. I will, I will, <laughs> I'm, I'm right there. That's, that's, my, that's my jump. The 3K pubs in North America. I will save 9,000 every game just to reroll my fucking carries. Oh my God. <laughs> All right, second second item, upgraded Agnum Scepter reverts uh, a hero to before the patch. That's all it does. <laughs> it just returns them to glory. You upgrade your Ags, Techies is back. All the changes are reverted. I'm back in, baby. All right, that's number two. The third item that I wish existed in Dota was Omni Knight's Repel as a uh, an item. All right, your carry refuses to buy BKB. That I would pay 15,000 gold to put a BKB on my carry. And I don't give a shit. If it's three seconds, I'll handle it. <laughs> Just give it to me. Jake was going to say something because he actually looked over his shoulder. That's the one yeah. that I want to say something. Dude, my, my wife believes in all this shit. Oh, she, does. she does. She does. She does. Have you asked her why? She came, she came home with crystals the other day. Fucking cr I think she's yeah, a witch. My mom does this shit. Dude. I have my house full of crystals. My my wife, she's been joining these like meetings and she calls them girl groups and I'm pretty oh. sure she's a fucking witch now. Oh. Like she <laughs> comes home with like some, some kind of malganite and something and I'm like, what the hell's that? And she's like, yeah, baby, this costs like $300. And I'm like, what the fuck do you mean? You bought a rock? This is not a rock. This is a mineral. It's okay because it, it suppresses the, um, uh, the negativity from your past lives. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? You need about, a lot right? of those crystals. You need a I lot of those crystals. I got negativity from this fucking life. Why did you buy that? <laughs> if it works, send it to me. Yeah, yeah but dude, uh, my mom believes in all this shit. In Reiki, in healing crystals and all that. Uh, Reiki, she really dude. loves it. Yeah, my mom is like a Reiki master. I got oh, a Reiki. That shit was lit. I took a nap. That's <laughs> cool. What's a Reiki? You know what Reiki I, is, no thing? No. So you so lay down like, on a bed. Energy. Yeah, they, they light candles and then they just like fucking hover their fingers above you and, and it's like, oh, great. I literally just went to sleep. So, so the idea is, is the healing, is the healing, the healing and energy that you're supposed to have. I did. My mom was like so eager to try to help people. 
And she does this in hospitals and in uh, hospices. That's what she does all day. Yeah. She goes to to foster house and, and just, I, and I told my mom, it's like, you know that it would be the same thing if you just read them a book. It would do the same thing. They just want the attention and the love from someone. But she just doesn't. Nah! <laughs> it's the Reiki. No, my, uh, <laughs> so we had a doula when my kid was born and she was like a very holistic, you know, uh, meditative. She did Reikis and shit. She did like suction cup crystal work. And she's like, you know, the kid comes out, the kid pops out and they put her under the heating lamp, right? And she's like, go be with your wife, go be with your wife and comfort her. And I'm like, okay, okay, watch that baby. I'm with my wife and I look over and she's like over him and she's going like, and I go, hey, hey, what are you doing over here? What is that? And she's like, I'm just the energy work. And I'm like, stop that. I don't like that. I don't like what you're doing. Channeling she probably the Antichrist took to the room. That's a fucking witch shit over there. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't like it. No offense to any spiritual people. Uh, Sep, I know you've been playing a lot of Dota because I actually watched your stream. What's going on, dude? How are you enjoying Dota right now? Uh, yeah, well, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> that was the most honest answer you could get. <laughs> Doesn't it sum it all, actually? <laughs> I was, like, looking for a word, and I'm like, there's no word that can describe my emotions right now when you ask me that question. Uh, how am I enjoying it? Is it? The way the question is phrased, it's just hard to pick it up from there, you know? Like, the term enjoying it is just hard to bounce back from, you know? How am I, how am I feeling, I guess? Uh, no, I mean, some good and bad, some good and bad. Um, I think uh, I like I like the patch. Uh, I, like, I like playing Dota with no... Um, no expectations kind of for myself so it's just fun you know I'm actually having fun just playing the game um, you know not having to think through certain things it's just like being an idiot just like all You're the other players that, yeah. in the game you know <laughs> yeah that's quite enjoyable you know I'm like I'm just gonna grief too right like I have no reason not to grief these days so that's uh, that's funny but um, yeah overall I don't know I actually had some pretty good PMA games I don't know if there's like a PMA vibe going on uh, or it's just a cycle that I'm in. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're getting the other games. I, I got some games where like people are cooperative. They're like calling each other's, you know, like uh, good, good things. You know, trying to, you know, motivate each other's and stuff. Uh, I, I was quite surprised. Even on stream, you know, even the chat was like, "What's going on?" I mean, Tundra, better or worse <laughs> with Fada, uh, without Fada? Uh that's hard to say because I called it like one of the worst, the worst kick, one of the worst kicks in Dota history. Except <laughs> Twitter. <laughs> so far, so far, it, 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 the prophecy didn't come, but the, you know, the Artesia one took some time. Uh, this one, I'm hoping that's... <laughs> oh, this shit, one, actually, actually. It took some time, but today it doesn't look so bad. Uh, but this one, I'm, yeah, I'm giving it maybe five to six years. Let's see. Nah, I mean, nah, honestly, I don't know. I need to see more, like... Um, Obviously, you know, your yeah, Mufada, yeah, yeah. that's a big loss, but you're bringing Saxa, which, you know, is always going to be a big bonus, you know, because of how good this guy is at the game. I just feel like maybe they have less, um, what's it called, uh, things in stock, you know, when they're going to get super challenged, when they're going to be back against the wall. The old roster, to me, felt like it could bounce back always. They could figure it out. Maybe this one, I don't know if they have as much of it. That's my take, but it could be a... Don't bet on that take, you know? It might be a really bad take. Hello, I would like to ask a question. Is there a team that you're particularly looking at for the Major? Holy OG. 
We are down my head, OG. <laughs> Don't ever have this, uh, and, uh, it's just, I, just one guy in the team. I, you know who, you know who it is. This one guy in that team, he's fucking good. You know who it is. There's one guy. I actually don't know who it is. Is it? You don't is it know BZM? who it is. Is it Mr? Is it? Is it Misha? Is it Tommy? Is it? Uh, is it Yuragi? Who's the it's guy? It's fucking. It's fucking Anmar, dude. Oh, this Anmar? guy is. Yeah, this guy uh, is so good. Uh, after we 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 played, we played them. I was like watching him, and I was like, what what is what is he, what is this guy doing? Why why is he so fat every game? So I watched the replay one time his speed, but and I'm just like watching him like. 100 APM playing this game, I'm like, wow, he's so, like, patient and so normal. His screen looks so slow, his move mouse looks so chill. It looks like a, like, just a chill dude just farming. I'm like, he's just farming. Oh, he's just dodging the gank. Oh, he's back to farming. Oh, he's just dodging the gank. Oh, he's, like, perfectly teeping to punish over extension. I'm just like, wow, he looks like a 30-year-old dude playing... Like playing like a thirty-year-old dude, <laughs> but he's playing like on the line perfectly on a fifteen-year-old dude. Yeah, yeah. What's your problem with thirty-year-old? I mean, I mean, I mean, this guy is half my age and has like triple my patience. And I'm like, okay, I gotta like reset myself. I'm like double his age. I gotta like have as much patience as him at least. You know, he's teaching me a lesson. He's six, sixteen years old. So, so I was like, this guy is so good. That sounds about right. How was the transition for you actually? Like, how, 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 how much you enjoy? Playing support and playing for specifically. I mean, obviously, people for the people who don't know you were like a very, you know, well like um, accomplished offlane player. Uh, so how how do you feel about it? I felt like it was like my true calling according to the way Ice Frog was balancing the game. So when I was playing three, I always played like most of the time I played like the threes that ran around and kill people. Like, you know, your earth shakers and Moon I got like that. Once yeah, yeah. once I got a couple items, I'm like, no more farming, just run at people. Yeah. <laughs> Back then is how bad it was played and it's not as different. And I would play Sanking and all all this like initiate centaur. Once in a blue moon I'll play Dark Sir when Tal asked me to. And then Dark Sir uh, Embers. Nice, nice. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh so when the, they made the game, the supports in this uh, in this current state have a lot more farm. A lot more farm than fours back then. And then they made like the four all this uh, fun initiated heroes on position four. This new like Bazoomer heroes, I call it like uh, Hoodwink. I, I love it. It's great. It's Bazoomer like I get to heroes. play like yeah. <laughs> I get to play like this cool like and like little squirrel that can like stun from one k range and do so much damage and one shot people. And I I enjoy it. Uh, I think that support has uh, never been more fun in Dota 2. Maybe a little bit too easy, and you get a little bit too fat, and all this neutral items and stuff. But I ain't complaining. It's kind of like off lane, but not really. Actually, I would like to thank the people from Gaming Gladiators have been messaging me and trying to help me because for the visas that you guys did for Siracha. Uh, Siracha. I don't know. I always think Siracha, the hot sauce, <laughs> but I know it's not the real name. So your celery tofu and Siracha in my mind. <laughs> So, just made a dish. When we when we try lane, it's a fucking salad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, it's like the celery, the tofu, and the sriracha. The hot sauce. Yeah, I think about it every time, and I know it's not his not real name, but uh, celery. Absolute pleasure having you here uh, again. Uh, we wish you the best of luck against every other team besides ours. Uh, against us, I hope your PC freezes, your internet drops, your keyboard doesn't work. We're gonna need all that help. Good Dota. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, we'll hold for good Dota while the keyboard and the mouse uh, no. doesn't work. That, yeah, slight complications, yes. I wouldn't mind. Mm -hmm. uh, 
and mind games is a pretty big wild card right now but they did win after all so yeah yeah we'll have to see and, F- and fanatic won you know fanatic won this year over boom and they did they're actually very very convincing throughout the whole dpc hmm. oh. i mean that's also interesting like is fanatic actually better like we'll have to know. see in europe og also got first sometimes the lesser team gets first <laughs> and with that we're gonna wrap it all <laughs> i have a video of me in that moment as well that yeah. my boyfriend yeah. took it was it was great i have a yeah. video of myself qualifying for ti5 <laughs> <laughs> let's go I, I cried a little too as a ti winner do you have a video of you qualifying for ti no, no i don't have any memories but you do have they memories were winning, winning ti yes there's that one video but that's about it was was that the highlight of your life so far that's a great question. That's a good Thanks. question. I am a professional. Uh, I mean, that's sad because it was like 10 years ago. So, yes, I've had achieved nothing since then. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Carl. Thank you. All right, my bad. <laughs> I would say it's a good, it's, it's tough, though. That's like setting the bar high. True. It is. There, there's very little that can compare to like being good. The reason TI is great, whatever its faults you prove you're the best like there's no excuses at ti right and to go out and do something you love and just say to the world basically like i'm the best is awesome how do you you probably won't get to do that again so but but that was only once now you have to do it twice otherwise it doesn't matter anymore you have to beat og (laughs) you gotta do it three times now yeah geez it's tough (laughs) porker just interesting i've had some interesting experiences with team dynamics myself over the last couple of months is that is, is that going anywhere? Or no, 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 no. There's nowhere. No, it's not going anywhere. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's, let's just go ahead and talk about it. These guys are former teammates, and uh, Jenkins and and Kyle. Uh, let's let's go ahead and talk about this. Let's uh, have a nice Mori moment here. How do you feel about? Uh, oh, we're go- how do you feel about this BSJ? We're going there. Okay, so this is the Arcos. Oh, no. The Arcos drama or Phoenix? Listen, no. I went to get a ch- a handful of cheese dinner. And I come back, and two of my players are missing. One's in a meeting, and the other one has stormed off and refused to play with the other. Which one is? Which in one the middle you? of the series. In which the middle one? of a series. <laughs> he didn't want to play game three. It, that was that was. Yeah. You want to know the you want to know the sick joke? He wouldn't play game three. We won game three. <laughs> <laughs> Without, That's how good North America is. He Without him? No, 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 no. With him, he played. <laughs> He said he, he played muted. Yeah, he re- he said. I, well, we we compromised that okay. there would be. There <laughs> we we compromised. Yeah. No, one of our other players went and had to have a a heart to heart with him. Please come back. We're in the middle of a series. This is horribly unprofessional. You can play muted, and so he did. But he refused to lane with Kyle. They could not get along together, so he went mid instead. And luckily, they didn't ban the only hero that he can play mid, which is Leshrac. I was gonna say Disco Party. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. And then we won. We crushed them. We crushed them. <laughs> we crushed them. It was the easiest game we had played all season. Hi, uh, my name is Yuri. I'm from Canada, and my question's for Slacks. What um, up? Curious. No. Two part actually. Um, first, what inspired the Johnny Sins look? And, <laughs> oh. and second of all, do you feel like the machismo? The extra boost in machismo has, you know, improved your performance when it comes to making content or hosting or anything like that. Oh, absolutely. Great what inspired question. the look? Uh, uh, male pattern baldness inspired the look. Uh, thank you so much for that question. Who is Johnny Sins? <laughs> um, I don't know who that is. I like 
Yeah, I was yeah. about to say, don't, you don't need to know. Can you pull up a video no, of Johnny? I don't, know. <laughs> I don't know who that is. An American actor. Well, yeah. thank you. I want to say that actor, actor. Well, I don't, I don't know if I'm describing as an actor. Yeah. Handyman, plumber, I mean, fireman. What does he do? Delivery so, driver. Have you ever seen those 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 videos where like a, a girl says, "I'm sorry about my shower no. broke." Can oh, I, he's a plumber. I, yes. <laughs> yes, he lays pipe. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Crystal Maiden's here. Crystal Hi, Maiden. Crystal love, Maiden. Hello. Love the cosplay. Yes, it's very amazing. <laughs> Took five minutes to walk up to the stage. Great move speed up there, Crystal Maiden. <laughs> <laughs> I had my Wednesdays with me. <laughs> so it's so more fun. a request than a question, but it was Lex. What was <laughs> What did you cosplay with me? Oh, I would absolutely cosplay with you. He'll play. He'll Any be the dog. Hero. He'll be the Crystal Maiden dog. Yes, I will. <laughs> okay, yeah. I did not offer. He could, he could <laughs> get down on his hands and knees right now. Yeah, let's see. He, he will legs. be like, you know, just both of us. Just Yes, anyway. I have some wolf ears for you. We can do a dance right here. Oh, yes. Oh, I please, would love bring to it. <laughs> wear furry uh -huh. ears on this panel. That will be great. Do you have the ears here? I yeah, love sure. the fans. Uh -huh. <laughs> No, don't take it off She's your actual. She's from them. Oh no. my God. Oh, she took it off you of the real dog. You know how it is with curries. It's Throw it over. Oh, she can bring it. I think she should, yeah, she should crown yeah, walk you. Walk on, walk on. She should crown Perfect. you with the ears. Oh, I'll take Thank okay. you. Okay. Yes, please crown me with your furry ears. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Wonderful. That's um. Do you have the tail part? You can also put that on. That's also the most amount of hair on your head in the past few months. Oh, you're very sweet, Nat. It's always oh. great working with you at events. We've never worked together. I know. I wonder it's why. That way. <laughs> you first have to pick a carry, you know. So first you have to pick either Anna or ATF, you know, one of the two carries, and then you have to go with those oh. heroes. Oh, what if you just picked from the ten? You said to choose. Like, who's your first pick? You put five OG and old five OG. Who's your first pick? Oh, she's so saying like high school. Have you, young have you seen that I try to make a we're joke playing. that it didn't land at all? When I said you choose one of the we're, two we're, carries, that it was Anna or ATF. Who was that? Stand up, young man. You got it. Nice. He got the hey. joke. He got the joke. That was that was one. That's, that's a, a real key, fan that's a key right fan. there. Because ATF go. was playing carry today. He decided he didn't want to play off lanes today. Ah. He went race or butterfly. Nice. I was at the airport after an event, and me and Sumail were hanging out. Okay. It was a very rare opportunity. Most people that are cool do not get anywhere near, near me, but Sumail's cool as hell. We're walking by, and this guy runs up, and I literally like stand by, and I give the wave to Sumail, and the guy runs up to me, and he's like, Socks, can I take your picture? And the look on Sumail's face was <laughs> so angry. <laughs> and then the guy's done, and then Sumail was like, he nodded at him, and the guy goes, and then, <laughs> oh, oh my god. Never before in his oh, life, oh, Sumail was, insane. he was like, what? <laughs> it was, oh, that was, I literally apologized on his behalf of the fan. I was like, that guy should know who you are. <laughs> you know, like, that was so Kyle, well. do you get recognized? Huh? Do you get recognized? Um, I'd say it's like once a month or two when in Kiev. Only happened once in LA, but it's pretty cool. There's a good story. Steve from Blues Clues has a good story about this. It's like, you're not famous, you're famish. Right, you get the illusion of it, like maybe at a land, but then you can turn it off. Uh, what? Steve no. from Blue's Clues? What the hell are you talking I, about? I couldn't get the reference. It's a great. Yeah. No, it's a just. Where's that guy story. that got the last joke? Is he still here? Did you get that one? Uh, <laughs> no, I didn't get that one. I didn't get. It's not a joke. 
I have a question for everyone but Slacks because you've kind of I, I, already done choice. this. Oh, yeah. So Fine, like, I want question. you to create the most dysfunctional team. That's a good one. That's a great question. Or how do we create and en end up being dysfunctional? Because this is an important distinction. Uh, just select five people that would mm. not work together. Uh, be horrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh! No, no, no. Oh! I haven't even said which iteration of EG. <laughs> you were going in by, by yourself sometimes, and it was, you were creating so much space. It was amazing. How do you find this? Is like the not fear of losing, or just this is just how you play, and this doesn't nothing change because oh, you're on the stage. I just have to deal with two position one players in the team. Amar <laughs> 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 the F. Amar the, the future. It's the future. Amar the future. Yeah. Where does this fearless attitude comes from? The what? The fearless, like not having fear to just go in, not fear to fail. You're gonna play your game, and that's how you win, and that's how you play. I mean, I don't care. I just hit the creeps. And why would I ever care? Okay, I will give you the Amar um, communication. Oh, I'm gonna kill this guy. Oh, this guy's dead too. Oh, I'm killing this guy too. Look at this guy. He's about to die. Like, <laughs> this is what it sounds like. So you just have to wait a little bit, you know? Just like play, you know, kind of tag along into what he wants to do. And when you reach that point, you can just lay back and just enjoy the ride, you know? Like, the reason why we're talking about levels is because. In order to suggest to hero, you have to pass pass the MR test. Okay. And the MR test is first question. The interview is like, what level are you on the hero? <laughs> you know. So you know, I'm like, I'm like, I, I think it's a good bottom game. He's like, oh yeah, what level are you on bottom? I'm like, I'm like, I'm golden tier. He's like, okay. So then I have to click on the stats. So he checks the win rate. It's like, okay, you know, not bad, not bad. And then and then you pass. So at some point, uh, we're, we talked about A. I think with Tommy in one of the games, like, we could just pick A. He's like. He checks, he's like, it's not happening. Do you want to tell the story that you told me about warding today? I think it's a good story. Which one, which one was it? Well, you were told, I think it's better if you don't ward anymore. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean game three, we're playing versus night soccer, so it's like, you know, every ward you get, you really have to sh cherish it, protect it. It's, it's all about division game and. I mean, I, I don't know. I might have done the best job at warding, and then at some point, Omar goes like, "All right, uh, I, I need you to not buy the next ward. I think <laughs> I'll, I'll buy it, and I will place it for myself in the fights." And at first, I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> "No, but I mean, it, it 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 sounds like he's putting me down, but actually not at all. Because the next fight, next thing you know, we won the fight. You know, and the fights before they were pretty hard. So then I was like." Okay, I mean, uh, this, uh, you know, and then I'm being asked, then I'm told, you know, oh, you, you, you rocked it, you know, you killed it. I'm like, yeah, I did, I did the good wording, you know, especially game three, I, did, I think I did great. So, no, I mean, it's good when your cores, you know, they have your back and, and, and yeah, if you don't, uh, if you don't see it, they see it for you and they help you with it. So, you know, it was good. It's good. Amazing. Oh, yeah, no, I was going to ask them, like, BZM or Amar, was there a moment in the finals where you felt nervous? Would you say? I mean, the entire tournament, I was panic. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we're using the panic, panic, panic. Panic, panic, panic. Because, yeah. I don't know, Amar's sense of humor is something else. So I think whenever he means for something not to happen, he just says it. So he's like, uh, <laughs> you know, we're about to go on stage. And he's like, okay, time to panic. <laughs> and I'm like, no, Amar, like, this is, we're, nobody's going to panic. You know, we got this. He's like, okay, okay, panic. And then we're just spamming, you know, panic, panic, panic in the game. 
So it's good. What about you, Bizim? Did you feel like at any moment that you were more nervous than any, you know, ups and downs? Uh, like, not really. Like, maybe in the tense games, the first and the third game today, I felt because it, they were hard games. Otherwise, it's like, I don't know why, but the the crowd isn't even freaking me out. I, I actually love the crowd for some reason. I, I hate cringe, but, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I think we're going to wrap up the show. I would like to thank everybody that has been here supporting us here at the, at the venue, mm. at the arena. <laughs> I, I have never been to a tournament with OG, and I never, I mean, I had an idea of what it could feel, but it was awesome. It was awesome. And we grown very close during the last few years and we are completely devoted to each other and winning with you guys here it was very special because i am very sure that they will get to win many more but this one was special for this little moment in time this mini game that we talk about you know there's a mini game for these few weeks that we're gonna play and then they are gonna go and they're gonna just go on this amazing adventure and we hope that we can give them that little thing that they can take with them I'm so thankful and so grateful that you guys let me be part of this journey and this company every day. And we continue to do crazy things with the fans and new adventures. And you continue to support me with, <laughs> with all these adventures. And I don't know, I'm very, very grateful. And I'm speechless and I want to wrap things up. Johan, anything you'd like to say to all these loving, wonderful people that we have supporting us every day, day in, day out. Thanks for making it possible. Thanks for showing the guys a good time. Thanks for cheering. I think this tournament would have been harder if we didn't have people rooting for us. Um, and yeah, again, it's 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 fun. It's a fun game. It's a fun sport. It's a fun uh, dude. Life is funny, you know. And and I'm just I'm just happy we're all here to experience it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. I mean, I don't know. Thank you so much. Uh, I feel blessed being surrounded with so many great people. I mean, I feel blessed with the support that we're getting. Uh, I know we're always in a position where it seems like we're inspiring something, and maybe sometimes we do, but I really want to say that we get inspired back because at the end of the day, we're all, you know, human beings. We have ups and we have downs. I have downs, I have ups. You know, now I'm winning a major. Tomorrow I might, you know, ruin something. I, whatever, you know, and what I'm trying to say is that we really f also get inspired by this circle of kind of positivity that that you guys keep on going. Uh, so yeah, I just want to thank you for the support. It means a lot. It helped the team tremendously. Um, I hope that the yeah. So yeah, we love you. We love you. Before we wrap it up, there's a lot of people to thank. First, Kyle, my friend. You came here, you answered the call with one day. It's like, hey, these guys are playing. Please, I beg you, come and do this with me. I don't want to do this with anybody else. So thank you so much. It was incredibly good for me, and your help has been immense. Yeah. And your love for Dota. I appreciate it. I also want to uh, thank a lot of the OG staff. Uh, please come in while we're wrapping up the show. Get in here, get in here. You make this possible, every one of you. Walter, Mav, Jos, Manon, Roman, 
More Manons, Alex. Alan, Alan, I see you. I see you running away. All the incredible. OG! 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 Camille, Manon, Fanny, Antonio, Silvia, Nico. Thank you so much, everybody from Red Bull. Ivan, come here. Alan, come here. Everybody from Red Bull that continue to support us. Thank you, everyone. I'm going to call it a wrap. Let's do this.